stuck into it. Right. Hello. Well, hello. We're back again. Um, after recording the potty the other day with 2.0, our pop spurt, because we talked for about 27 hours and our team of dedicated... Um, tired. Tired and slightly pissed off. Sound engineers <laughs> managed to cut it down, but it, we were so windswept and interesting. We ended up with an hour and a half of stuff that we think Dribble. that you're going <laughs> to... No, no, it's amazing. So we're going to chop it in two halves. So this is the intro for the first bit. So you'll listen to this first one and then there'll be an outro, which we're about to record, which we're going to... You our sound team... No, 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 it's very technical. Not spoiler. And, oh, aliens. And then there'll be another potty dropping in a day or so, which is the second half of this really interesting potty that goes on for quite a long time. Yeah, that's right. You'll want to listen to all of it. Trust us. It is quite good. It even gets better. It gets better as you listen. I did snort laugh a couple of times. Did you? Yeah. At yourself. Yeah, I'm hilarious. (laughs) Well done. Okay, well, here comes part one of Pop Tarts. And part two will come in a day or so. Yeah. Thanks. Watch out for that. Hello. Hello. Who have you got sitting next to you? Snuggling on the couch with um, 2.0, our pop spurt. Snuggling from a socially distant one and a half metres. Kind of. Kind of. While they share a mic. Well, I have my COVID curve, so um, (laughs) bits of me are one and a half metres away. So say hello, Gary. Hi, everybody. Um, we're hopelessly unprepared, as per usual. I think we're quite prepared. We actually We really are not. Docs. We're no. not. No. I mean, I've banged something out as notes, but we really haven't even talked about anything. So let's, uh, yeah, we'll probably just muddle our way through it like we normally do. Awesome. So your your first heading here, Lisa, says world domination. Oh, well, I get it now. See? World domination. Yeah, I, I completely irregular, get it. <laughs> irregular mums have been dominating the world Gone with our global. podcast. Yeah, I reckon we've, we might have even tipped like 20 listeners now do you think yeah you, you, you need influence. to be closer to that mic claire because last time if anything showed us you were too far away okay. so you need to just to snuggle closer, yeah luckily my gives you a good are going to touch gives you a good excuse so um one thing where we dominated the world was we were mentioned in the unflopped podcast simply because we mentioned them and then <laughs> tagged them on social media but um I was in the shower listening to one of their potties and then they mentioned us and I almost fell over. And I couldn't call you quickly enough because I was all wet in the shower. But as soon as I got out, I think I was straight on the phone. Well, why don't we remind both of our listeners what the Unflopped po- Yeah, because oh, I didn't really... Who started I, Unpop? Who recommended Unflopped at the beginning? Was it one of yours? Gary I, did. Yeah, I recommended it to Lisa just because their, their pop knowledge is phenomenal like yeah. they listen to the music they listen to the notes they listen to the sound the melodies the rhythm anything nothing that i would but they also know a lot of the history and Absolutely. they know a lot of yeah. you know a lot of who the people are even the producers and various other people so quite knowledgeable they they just kind of sound like um our friends but yeah. pe- but people who actually know what they're talking about <laughs> um anyway so i think i did a really shit job of explaining who they were in the last potty when i talked about them but essentially Unflopped is three lovely guys, Stuart, Sean and Joe. And Stuart and Sean will both bring a song to each episode and explain why they think it should be unflopped. So it's gen- it's obviously a song that doesn't do well on the charts, but they explain why it is that they like it. And then Joe is their music.
musical expert and he's the one who picks it apart. And I really love his analysis. Have you, Claire, you've listened to Strong Songs, haven't you, with yep. Kirk Hamilton? Have you listened to Strong Songs no, yet? No, Oh, it's, re- it's amazing. Um, he does a similar thing to Joe, but he just chooses one song and he pulls the entire song apart. So from the very beginning, sort of all the way through and explains why it's such a great song. Um, so if you're not musically trained like us two. Well, um, I am an excellent singer. You are an excellent singer. Yeah, an amazing rhythm too. Yeah, so for anyone who's not musically trained, it's really eye-opening because you kind of go, oh, I hadn't even heard that part of that particular yeah. song or, you know, particular drum beats or different elements when they come in. It kind of reminds me of that. But Joe, I think, talks a bit more about how the lyrics work. Yeah, it's just the the stuff that we wouldn't ordinarily listen to or the way we would dissect a song. I just like it if it's camp. Poppy, yeah, me too. The beat. And, you know, and I don't really know why. It, no idea if yeah. I like it, why yeah. I like it. But yeah. then they dissect it and, so, and then the number of bars, the chorus, then what happens and from there. I mean... I don't remember it. Nothing nothing gets retained. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> it's, that's that's an, it's an interesting way of listening to it and interpreting how other people would could potentially hear it that Yeah. That and we then just, we just imagine on a dance floor. And then Joe votes on which song should be unflopped. So then and then they'll add it to their um, Spotify playlist, I think. So I have to got... admit to the only bit of unflop that I've listened to is them talking about Claire. Oh, sorry. No, you need to listen to them. You'll love them. I it's think you'll the love banter, them. Yeah, the, the, their interaction with each other makes yeah. you roll. They sign off every single with a um, oh, podcast yes, with a yes. custom sign off, which is in the words of Atomic Kitten. See, See ya. ya. Yeah, it's very cute. It's very oh, so cute. It's right up your you, you need alley. a tagline for you need to develop something. I know. For, it, made me, it actually moments. made me jealous mm. when I heard that. It was like, oh, we should have thought of something like that. But we're just not original and creative enough. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the one that I have listened to is the Strong Songs one, which I know we've talked about before. Mm. But I've listened to the Madonna's Like a Prayer, the, what was the Whitney Houston one that Dolly Parton wrote? I will always I will love always you. I love you because it goes through all the versions of that. Um and, and it's just amazing to listen to it, especially the, the Like a Prayer. Don't put it, your hand over your mouth. The Like a Prayer, because it is, it, it has things mentioning in the song that, like you said, you just don't even know it's there. Yeah. And it, it's how brilliantly put together it is. And then also they talk about the who's playing the instruments on the songs. And they're all, if you're into music and instruments, you've never heard of these people's names before, but... It, they are seriously famous mm. session musicians. Yeah. Anyway, next. But, but um, Unflopped, I would say, is a more poppy gay version mm. of um, Strong Songs. Yes. Um, so then that's that was our first piece of world domination. The second one is our wonderful super fan, Pam Tastic on Insta. I don't even know how we ended up connecting, whether she ended up following us or we made some comment on some Burning Man post or something. She's been to Burning Man and have we mentioned that we've been to Burning Man? Twice. Maybe <laughs> maybe about year. 20 times. Yeah, anyway, we, we kind of bonded over a pair of glasses, the, uh, the irregular mum's glasses that we tend to wear out. And just as a random act of kindness, she sent us two most beautiful um, sequined masks and they're absolutely gorgeous just for something nice to do. Yeah, which I think is very nice. I haven't worn mine out of the house no, yet, but we... I think things are changing here and we will have yeah. to be doing that soon. Yeah, well, we're wearing them, but it's just I wanted to wear them somewhere fabulous and special and we're sort of not going out anywhere fabulous and special at the moment because I feel like we, we kind of feel like another lockdown's imminent, but we will. We'll post yeah, a photo. I'm wearing my leopard print mask out because I think that's as leery as I feel like being. I 
feel that the sequin mask is for you know more of an evening event mask. Mm, yes, and that's I'm, right. Were you embarrassed walking through the shops with me yesterday in my leopard print mask? Well, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't quite understated in the leopard print for you, so it's yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, no, that, I mean, it's just a general. She has been known. To, about with she the, has been known to have a leopard print warning. Yeah, and I to got take a, some I got off. a code violation at the Australian Open last year. Did I turn up to go to the tennis with you with three or four items of leopard print on and got Where into trouble? Where haven't you turned up? <laughs> yeah, and that's only those the, are visible to the the to Chanel the Chanel warning. To not just take one piece off, but take about seventeen pieces off. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um, so thank you, Pam, for our gorgeous masks. Yes, we will post you. a photo of us wearing them when we're next going out somewhere fabulous and special. But oh, I can just see the next item on our um, googly maps, which makes me laugh. It says Lee Sales <laughs> mobile number. That sounds really scary. It's well, it sounds a bit stalky and creepy, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So look, I may have her mobile number. I don't really know if I do or whether it's another journalist at the ABC. I can't say how I came about it, but it was through work, through story that they were interested in. So I'll just leave it at that. However, someone else had said to me when I was, you know, gushing over Lee Sales recently, she said, oh, you know, I've got her phone number, don't you? I was like, what? So I think I have her phone number. And it was really about what should I be doing with it? Because, you know, just the thought of having it in my phone. No, no I just think not... that Lee is incredibly lucky that you are such a good, ethical, kind, I nice, know, sensible and I person who probably hasn't been drunk in... We, we got a little bit tipsy once recording our first podcast. Mm. And I think that's your own. And we got a little tiny bit tipsy doing the glue <laughs> review. And that's probably the On only times we've been anywhere close to being drunk in 10 years. Mm. So Lee Sales is a very lucky person that she's not oh, going to get a 2 a.m. drunk dial from she's, you. She's actually really lucky that I have her phone number, isn't she? Hmm. Yeah. She should be thanking a lucky yeah. stars. <laughs> Until I, and I get locked up and start getting really stalky. Do you want to talk about the Annabelle Crab thing? Yeah, I'm not, apparently we're not really supposed we're to We're not really meant, so yeah, keep so we won't. very, 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 very vague. But a friend of ours happened to bump into Annabelle and they Knows know her. each other from mm. the olden days. And he may have mentioned our podcast to her and suggested that she have a listen. <laughs> Which so kind we've of, had no feedback, so no. potentially she never did. She's probably a very busy lady. Yeah, and she probably gets people thrusting their business cards under her nose all the time. Um, but it did send us into full body cringes just at the thought of which one she might even... Because oh, if she oh, listened to the first one, you'd go, oh, God, maybe we should even take the first one off and read. No, you can't do that. Because that's like the intro one. So and it's like, yeah, listen to our podcast, but just listen to the Lee Review or the, the porn cast. You can't really do that. No. Anyway, so yeah, we're we're totally just killing it. I'm trying to think what's else on the next. So two degrees of separation. So really, we're very close to being best friends with Lee Sales and Annabelle Crabb. Like yeah. really ever so yeah. close. It's it's just gonna happen. Yeah. Sooner or later. Time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get us on the potty. And what is this beefy Jace? Oh, that was a reference to a previous potty. Hot. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've met him in person. This was the guy that recognised you in the bank, I think. <gasps> and we couldn't remember his name, and so I just put him in there because oh, I think he needs a little this. he needs a little shout out. You know, he's beefy Jace on on Insta. Oh, I didn't know that. That's the guy from the bank when I did my mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying the house. Apparently. Oh, how cute. Yeah. So thanks, Beefy Jace, for recognising Claire. How did you discover Beefy Jace? Because he was <laughs> on Insta, he... like just from an interaction. Well, I, yeah. No, no, because I went into the bank <laughs> to do the transfer the money around for buying this place, and he was he was 
clearly a gorgeous, handsome, lovely gay. And we sort of got chatting and we had like this 15-minute chat about life in <clears> Oxford <throat> Street and parties we'd been to and friends we knew <clears> and and things like that. And then I said, oh, by the way, we do a podcast. And he was quite excited. Oh, so he but, didn't know you? Well, I, I thought remember. he knew. I can't remember. Yes, maybe. You, look, just change the story. Just make it more interesting. I, th- I thought he actually recognised yeah, you. You know what? I'm you... like, I don't remember anything from March and April. <laughs> Thanks for recognising her or not recognising her, just being really nice, Beefy Jace. Yeah, I I was just saying to Gary earlier on text, I can't even remember, I don't remember much about March or April. I don't know whether that's my my advancing years, what I've been doing in my life, or just I'm a bit dim. Because we're in lockdown, there's not a lot to remember. No, there was nothing to do. Every day is like the next. Yeah. Um, should we move on then to matters more interesting than our own well, let's get dodgy Gary world dom- domination? Yeah. yeah. So, Gary, we would like you to talk, and we're not going to interrupt and talk over the top no, of you. No, please do. Yeah. No. So we would I'm like to, to talk to you about excitement levels. Let's get him going with your number one girl and her new disco track that she's my number week. one girl at the moment too i think gary loves it oh, yeah he does ones, but uh, okay. yeah kind number of one there. australian girl uh yes go on then your number one australian girl and a new disco track so delta goodrum has a song out called uh, <laughs> 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 <Shit>. <laughs> We do, and I do have I do have tickets to her tour in oh, April bless next you. year. But, um, bless you. but on another note, there's also Kylie. Oh no, you can talk did, about did, Delta did, now. You know, tell she she actually, can't torture us. Has she? Take my jumper is off. Is there a new just song? Made me sweaty. Yeah, Delta's oh, really? had a couple of new songs out. Oh, Keep okay, climbing, Paraly- paralyzed, which is actually really good. What was the first one? Uh, keep climbing okay. and um, she did paralyzed on the voice finale um, she's also just released her entire music oh, video talk into the mic no, he's fine It'd she's be also fine. just released her entire music video back catalogue on oh. YouTube oh. and they're all charting at number one on the really? iTunes video charts like like her very first single lost without you innocent eyes all of those are now but mm. and I stand I stand by oh. the fact Delta Goodrum is my number one Mardi Gras performance. Really? From, I thought it was from so the, boring. Hey, from the which, times I've attended. What did she sing? She, she was did all a 15 dressed minute in white. Medley. No, she did a 15 minute medley. I don't think I was there. I think um, it was one of the years. 2013, the year after Kylie. Um, so it was a year after Chris first visited. This Hello, Mardi Chris. Gras, so it's been seven mm. years. And this Mardi Gras, she released the official footage because it's always been someone's ah, iPhone footage, yeah. but the official footage. So yeah. give it a watch. Um, it's brilliant. So oh, well. I remember that Mardi Gras because Mitzi McIntosh came back and did... A big number, I think, for the midnight show, and then Delta came up. Peyton sang that year as well. He came on at four in the morning, and he sang mm. something at four. Basically, a dance medley, all of her songs for fifteen minutes, and she looked phenomenal. Voices amazing. She's an amazing performer. Yeah, but back to Claire's giving me daggers. Oh, I just think. You, yeah, I know you're not a fan. It's all right. You're not a fan. Watch the Mardi Gras and then tell me about it. Tell me what you think. Okay, well let's go to your other number one Australian performer. Yes, yeah, so Kylie. Kylie. Kylie does have a new song out. Um, say something. It's the return of disco Kylie. She's back. Although I saw someone on Facebook say this is not disco. This particular song. I guess it's disco. Your interpretation of disco. They say Dua Lipa's album is disco, but then that's not the disco we know in terms of say mm. Donna Summer disco or what you would typically associate with your 70s disco. Yeah. yeah. So this is more like a synth. It's a bit 80s though. vibe. Yeah. Um, she's working again with the same producers that have done heaps of her old stuff. They've done Light Years. They've done. Um, Who are they? Fever, Bifco. Right. Um, 
So <laughs> yeah, they, no, really yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll they them. did some mm. of the Golden album as well. So she's doing those. She's Kylie's been learning to use Logic Pro in isolation. So what's, what's that? that? It's the recording, the thing they used to record. Ah, with all the decks and mixes right. for the audio. Uh, not a um, vibrator or anything then. No, that's well, maybe. The um the album's out November sixth, we've already pre ordered with the vinyl, the C D and a poster. Oh bless you. <laughs> um, for your look, for your I, um, pop hall look, of fame. I got the email saying, Do you want to pre order? And then all I could think was, in this time of online music purchasing, what is the point in pre ordering anything? It's not like it's gonna run out. It's not like, you know, you're gonna run out of records at Tower Records or Central Station HMV. Records. Okay. Yeah. The thing is this is a package, so we've ordered a a, a deluxe box set thing so it's not the sort of thing you can just go and buy off the shelf at jb hi-fi because it's right. the vinyl the cd and a and a poster in a in a package oh it's and something it's that's come from, out of a factory it's being produced it's being produced Built. So, like it's coming yeah. out as a box set right um, and in, is that the only thing you can pre-order can you just pre- so it's like you, you can, can pre-order the album you can just the vinyl just the album the vinyl on a print there's cassettes that she's bringing out as well so is um, it, sorry just is it vo- only the actual stuff that's being produced or can you pre-order the online album as well or would you not bother you can pre-order that if you want right but okay. it's like that most people i mean i'm not i don't think too many people would even buy physical cds these days you know no. like it's just that she looks stunning. The makeup's phenomenal. Yeah, it does look um, amazing. The the vinyl comes in two separate colours. There's a clear clear blue and um and black. That reminds me of nineteen eighty one buying a police album that was green. Oh exactly. Oh you go to the city. Oh, oh and there was one yeah, and sometimes they had the, the yes, albums were green and see through with pictures mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. You get a HMV in the nineties and you buy the CD single, but there'd be two different versions of that CD single. Yeah, you had to buy the pretty <laughs> and one. You had to buy them both. So you do you love the song? Do you think it's a good? Do you think it's a really? I think it's good... great. It's very. I believe in you. Yeah. It's got a, the lyric video could be the video itself. It's not. The actual video itself is still coming. I haven't even watched it. Um, Sophie good Muller for learning the director, words. I think. Who's um, Sophie Muller? What else? She's a video she director. Done? She's done so many. If you look, she, uh, her back catalog. She's done Beyonce, like Sophie Ellis Baxter, like mm. just heaps of pop videos um so yeah i think it's great as i say disco kylie my favorite kylie so i can't wait to see what she Me brings too. november 6th yeah, no I, pressure i mean i listened to it and i was kind of like oh yeah it didn't maybe it's one of those things i have to listen to four times or, or hear an arc a couple of times before i get excited about it joel um played a remix version last night hmm. of it it's quite good as a remix oh hmm. and we can move on to your First, second, third, or fourth favourite American sing singer person? Uh, somewhere in that top. Which not first. Mariah's number one, but somewhere <laughs> somewhere below that. She is. So go on then. Tay Tay. Yes. Go on. What, what so you... Taylor's got a new album. Mm. She announced it with like two hours to go mm. that she was bringing out a new album last oh, week. So you, you didn't have to froth for forty-eight hours no. waiting for two o'clock on Thursday afternoon. No, Friday. Friday afternoon. Friday, Friday afternoon. afternoon. But it did come out at two o'clock Friday afternoon. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's Taylor. It's folklore. It's Taylor Swift going back to her sort of country roots, I guess. Nobody knew it was coming. Completely surprised everybody. So, um, do you are you a bit disappointed? There's not a few more upbeat songs on it, or what have you? What are your thoughts now? Because I know that was your initial reaction. Oh, my my favourite Taylor is probably the Reputation. <laughs> 1989 Taylor. Mm. Um, what songs are those for those that might not Look know? Look What You Made Me Do. Um, Starbucks Lovers. <laughs> yes, yeah, Starbucks Lovers. Yep. That's one of those. Um, shake It Off. Yeah, Shake It Off. Oh, that that, that dancey era. Um, but this one, 
a lot of the critics are giving it five stars. The Guardian, yes. are all, the, all those um, Rolling Stone, all giving it top notch. Um, there's a few Easter eggs that she's thrown in there as well, as per usual with Taylor. We just both pulled a face at that. What is, what's an Easter like egg? Like hidden surprises that you look for in the music videos. or the, You know how she's renowned for... Like no. secret little images. No, no idea. Oh, there's there'd be too many to mention. Um, like mention like three. It then. sounds Go like a, it sounds like a game. Like no, when gamers. It literally is a game. Right. So, like when she released Lover, she released the song um, Me, and mm. then the music video within that. There's people that dissect literally every scene as to what that might represent, and then there's clues within that. Like okay, there's, there's an, a title of a song is listed on the street post somewhere in the background, and then she wow. later brings out a song with that name, or there's other clues that reference, say, the whole Kim Kardashian thing with snake heads, with the snake symbols from Twitter. And I had no idea. Wow. And, that, and she, that's deliberate. So she, she and her team Everything she down. does is deliberate. So oh, bless her. They're even saying with this album that it, again, nothing, it's all speculation. So they're saying that she might be engaged because the mm. very first song on the album starts with the word I and the very last song on the word on the album ends with do. Oh. So they think this is her way of saying I'm engaged. I right. do them together. This is how she works and her mind works. Like um, it's very deep. Oh, it is very deep. The, oh, um, it's a really great way of um, reckon... capturing and interacting with your fan base as well. It makes yeah. people want to get into it and creates creates chatter. Yeah. So there's a, yeah. So there's a song on the album called Betty, which initially people were saying this is Taylor's way of saying I'm bisexual. Um, oh. If you listen to the actual lyrics and like, but then others are saying that she references um, Blake Lively and. Um, What's her husband's name? Ryan. Right, um, hot Reynolds. guy. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, hot guy. Um, they've got two, cho- three children. So Inez and James. Mm-hmm. And they've never, they've had the third child has never had, they've never announced the name. But she references in the song Betty, Inez and James. So she's saying, is this her way of then saying that Betty is the or third Elizabeth. baby's name? Or Elizabeth. Because she's um, mentioned the other two children and she's good friends with them. So in the song, song Gorgeous from Reputation, there's that baby noise that's like, at the beginning of Gorgeous, and that's actually Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' child that does that vocal, that that audio. Wow. The plot thickens. So I'd like much. to be really good friends with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I think I'd go. I think Blake Lively is really cool. I'd yeah, like to Ryan be friends Reynolds with them. Hot. Oh, he's hot Super and he's hot. funny. I yeah. love him. Super. That was amazing. We had no Gosh. idea that. So it was really good having you on again, Gary. Our pop scratch because you've just proven. Scratch the surface. Scratch the surface. If you Gosh. actually googled. The Easter eggs that Taylor Swift has in everything that she's done, it's um, everything is calculated. Do you, we just, I didn't even know what, did you know what the Easter eggs comment meant or did you not know no, that that's she why I said, well, I didn't know anything. No, I, I know it in relation to a game. It's that kind of thing. Oh, but I, I didn't, but I was, that's why I was... Now, other celebrities have done it. I could, off, the, off the top of my head, I can't think. But you'd see that other people then release mm. music videos that's got clues to other things. And Taylor does stuff where she posts something on her Instagram. And then three months later, she'll release an album. And then you go back and go, oh, okay, three months ago, she actually gave everyone a clue mm. as to that there was an album coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariana did the same. She actually released the title of her album in an Instagram post like months before she even released the album, but nobody picked up on it. Actually, I did read an article which said she was like the, the master of doing that, like building things up and dropping clues. And, yeah. and in fact, they were talking about the fact that with this one, there was none of that. So she did none of that. Well, she just has. dropped it. So uh, now right. they know she has. So I think like a few months, uh, a month or two ago, she actually posted about a cardigan on uh, her Instagram. Yes, and okay. cardigan's the first single off of the album. Second. <laughs> Lisa, well the done. The first one's called the 
the one. You're the one. Or no, but the actual official first oh, single release. Oh, right, is the release. The Sorry, I thought you meant release, on. Not the first track on the album. But he the, did look he... a bit stunned when I corrected him. <laughs> <laughs> good try. Yeah. Good try. I'll Thank try you. again good, next time. Yeah, good try. intention. Yeah. Um, can I just ask? No, I, I've got one more Taylor. Yes, we'll go on to that yeah. one. I've got one yeah. more Taylor Swift question, which is after we watched her doco, mm. her well-consideredness and her actual desire to make a political statement knowing what it did to the Dixie Chicks, now known as the Chicks, screwed them over, but she still went out and made a political statement. Is there anything political in her album with the the US election coming up, do you know? Not that I've seen. To me, it just all seems like this is the first album, this is an album under her own label, it's her own rights, her own music that nobody else is going to own. Um, but so I she's not done any anti-Trump or get out and vote stuff? I'm sure, I'm sure there's a master's thesis out there somewhere writing about it. Yeah, I probably find it. I haven't seen anything, but she 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 promotes it all over her socials anyway, like go and vote, encouraging yeah. her fan base to vote. So yeah, I thought we might talk about um, Britney Spears next. She hasn't really been putting out any music, but she's certainly been causing a bit of a ruckus on Instagram, hasn't she? Since it's really weird <coughs> because she keeps posting the same video of her in that sort of same camera from above just sort mm. of but also looking the look in, the, but the look in her eyes is also a little bit crazed well, like, she's, for a she's few not... years now she's had the, a dead behind the eyes sort of look mm. and i assume it's just the medication that she's probably on there's mm. just not that same glint in her eye like like post breakdown britney but yeah we don't need to go into the whole free britney thing but you know if anyone's interested they can just look up free britney or the free britney hashtag on google yeah, she's father. still under her conservatorship. It's really yeah, weird, though, um, that she can't, she doesn't have any rights, like she can't drive a car and she can't vote and she can't do certain things, but she's still working and pumping out music and, and you know, making driving, money. she's still driving her own Instagram as well. I mean, yeah, if, if the father didn't, was trying to control her, take the socials away from mm. her because that's what's, the socials thing is what's driving the, the free Britney thing. And then it makes me feel, well, maybe they're sitting there plotting away doing it because it's keeping her relevant while she's not making music. I don't think she's that good an actor though, is she? No, just in I terms think she's of generally not looking just a well. cuckoo. Um, yeah, she, and she doesn't look well. I mean, this is becoming a bit of a, 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 a shtick for her to, you know, people are waiting to see what she's going to do next. And it's, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's anything overly positive. Um, when was, do you know when her last lot of music came out? Oh, it would have it been, ago. yeah, ages ago that there was any decent music. Yeah. But other than that, it was Well, let's ago. hope she gets better and she um, <clears throat> she puts some music out. Fingers crossed. Free yeah. Britney. Free Britney. So, look, have you heard of Satin Jackets? No. I think everybody you needs... you a couple, haven't you? You wore it during Aurora Ball. <laughs> if you, if you Google satin, satin Jackets, you will find lots of images of Satin Jackets. So <laughs> you might want to Google Satin Jackets music. But I think everybody needs to stop what they're doing and listen to Satin Jackets. He's a um, German music producer. He's been going since, I think, the late sort of 1990s, early 2000s. And he's very much influenced by Nile Rodgers. So he kind of loves that whole disco feel, but it's a bit more laid back disco. And it's just really, really cool music. In fact, some of the songs, I'll play them to you later on, but you might have actually heard them on other compilations or you just might have heard them when you're out and about. Um, he wears like a almost a C-3PO mask. Not so a satin he, jacket. 
He does wear a satin jacket. Oh, okay, he does good. wear a satin jacket, but he's also got a mask on, so you don't know who he is. So he, I think he just has that whole seer thing. He just doesn't want to be famous. But he's super-duper talented, and his music, like I said, is just awesome. I cannot pull it apart. I'm not like Joe or Kirk Hamilton. I can't pull apart his songs. But they're just really sort of gorgeous, smooth, laid-back, disco-y kind of that kind so of vibe. Boxy or just a bit well a, a bit more chilled version of a glitter box if you like and it's really really lovely music on so spotify or where? on spotify yep he's, he's probably everywhere but um yeah, he's also done a couple of um isolation or iso sets on youtube so look them up really really good music every time i listen to it i just think gosh this is good so i'll make it my um my background music for work this week yeah i think you should just that's your homework um, we had a couple of other things here. Ibiza Sensations. I don't know if I've mentioned Louis Del Villar before. He's been going for ooh, 10 or 12 years. Um, he pushes out podcasts every week or so on iTunes and various other platforms. It's that kind of Balearic feel to it, but um, really nice background music as well. And then Lost Frequencies we found on YouTube. Look look up Lost Frequencies, and I haven't actually done my homework properly. Um, he has done a set... If you see it on YouTube in like this big sort of palace, you have to watch it. It's amazing. He goes through this palace and it follows him walking through and then there's an orchestra playing and then he goes up to the top of this massive palace. I think it's in Belgium. And he's up on this big turret at the front playing music in Belgium. Oh, well, did you find this on the circle thing? Is this not I don't think it's a circle. Like a circle circle which is C E R C L E has got a range of different DJs in these incredible locations around the world, but I don't think this is a circle one. Okay. I think I don't even know how maybe it's one of those recommendations that came up from YouTube, but I highly recommend him as well. He's a bit more kind of um, European, not trancey because he does have it's sort of that progressive house, so it's it do, it's not like it doesn't go anywhere and it's a bit more upbeat. He's got lots of vocals. He's really cute. He looks like a real geek. So he's got the sort of geeky hair and geeky glasses, but he's got amazing music. So okay. all power to him. I highly recommend okay. him as well. Oh, yeah. And we might just bring Gary. Oh, hang on. But what oh, about... Oh, you've got one we, more We to forgot do. one. Oh, well, we, let's put Gary in now. Yeah, um, definitely. Why don't we let Gary talk about the thing that's on the bottom line and then you can talk about the thing that's on the third line. Otherwise, it's going to be... I, th- I think. I mean, you've got to do the editing anyway. You're a genius. <laughs> I, I mean, move I mean everything our around. editing, it might make life easier for our editing team. Oh, I don't touch it. We're just perfect the way we are. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, of course. Um, what, G- Gary, who's got a new thing due out on a thing with a collaboration and it's really exciting? <laughs> a thing. So a thing on a, a thing, thing the- is um, our saviour of 2020, which is Dua Lipa. Yes. She's, um, she's, got a, she's bringing out a remix version of her song Levitating from her album, um, featured on that remix will be Madonna and Missy Elliott. And That's it's quite been, big, isn't it? It's mm. huge. Um, she's been talking about a collaboration for a few weeks now and just saying she's got a big surprise up her sleeve. We were sort of hoping it was Kylie. Bless. How are they going to feature it? Who knows? But it's been remixed by the blessed Madonna, who's a DJ. Is um, it blessed or blessed? I don't know. I would have said blessed, but that's all right. Um, so, yeah, so August 14, looking forward to... At 2 o'clock on two, a Friday. Probably. So it's just one song. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like a like a club remixy thing. Yeah, I imagine so, yeah. And with both of the... And that, does that mean that Madonna and Missy Elliott... Missy Elliott's is different to Missy Higgins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Only yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of differences. So that'll be them all singing on the track, or are they all having input onto how it's going to sound? No, they'll all be singing. Missy Elliott will probably be doing a rap feature. Madonna will be doing something. Who knows? Who knows? But it's probably a good attempt at making Madonna relevant. 
Do you Again. think they've recorded it? Is this pre-COVID, or do you think they've they've have they done it all in isolation and then someone's going to mush it all together, or do you think they were all in a studio together in February? Uh, I'd mm. say they've done it in isolation, but who knows? Who knows? They um. We'll wait, have to wait and see who gets yeah. it. There's a video or anything to accompany. So when's it coming out again? August 14. I really liked the album. Dua Lipa stuff. Future, future nostalgia. Yeah, yeah and I've also loved um, the All of new it. the Gaga thing. Oh, yes. Amazing. But we have raved about that. But the Tay Tay thing and the Kylie thing, I was a bit like, meh. Fair so, enough. Um, Jessie Ware. What's your pleasure? Have you listened to it yet? No, I just I, you I need love to. her and her mum's you, podcast. I, Table me too. Manners, me too. But the, I listen to the music and a bit like Carly, it's like what? yeah, it's all right. No, you need to listen to it again, and you it's need to great. listen to it again, and yeah. you will enjoy it whether you like it or not. Okay. It's it's 80s. It's disco. It's dirty. It's it's just some it, of it reminds me a bit of Lisa Stansfield. Yeah. Like she's got this beautiful lusciousness to her voice and yeah. a bit of early 80s stuff as well as some 90s sounds. I really loved it. Yeah, on, really. on the first listen I was a bit like, oh it's a bit samey, it's a bit dinner party background but actually the more you no. listen to it the more I actually really love it. Mm, me too. Um, she's released some great ISO videos just to sort of accompany some of the songs. Um, you know, she's in a spotlight and on the wall and she got people to send in video choreography um, and then the she featured song? those people in the song in song the video spotlight? yeah yeah um what's your pleasure video amazing there's a guy dancing around a hotel room in another video i think it's what's your pleasure in a dress sequin mm. dress uh just great just just really really fun okay it's fun music so I, it's one of my go-to podcasts i really like her and her i have doing the potties i hadn't listened for ages and ages and it got me back into the podcast and i quite like the fact that the format's slightly different because they're doing it in iso but they also have more access to people because everyone's home and mm. you know they don't have to wait for someone to be in town so they can cook them whatever and there's probably a little bit less bickering because they're not cooking yeah. so so it's um i quite like it at the moment they spend a bit more time talking to the guest rather than getting cranky at one another which i always found slightly amusing yeah oh yeah it's yeah, fun yeah we listen to the ellie goulding ones really oh nice. yeah, yeah it is isn't it she's a real health nut who yeah. would have guessed she's super fit like her body's amazing she looks like really like strong yes. looking i've mm. seen her a couple of times when she's been down here and she's seriously super fit and see why Abs, just like us her body's a temple mm. yeah mm. absolutely just to, lastly on the music side beyonce yesterday or friday so did release um her visual album um, what do you mean what? visual album? So she's got the she's got the the, the the songs out, but now she's dropped the videos so, with it. No, so a bit like Lemonade that she brought out in 2013, where she had a whole hour of like a story told via video for all of her songs, like via visual. Like I must have missed like that. Like a movie, like a mu- music movie. Lemonade is phenomenal. Mm. Um, so this is Black is King. It's uh, on Disney Plus. She spent a year recording it, so it's an accompaniment to what was The Lion King last year. She brought out an album called The Gift. Right. Um, so this is a reimagined version of that, but it's basically a... I haven't watched it yet, so I can't fully say what it's like, but it only came out Friday. But it's a one-hour visual album, phenomenally done. It features her daughter. It's got Lupita Nyong'o, Naomi Campbell, mm. Kelly Rowland, her mum. Wow. Um, so is it like a movie or is it to existing songs it, or is it, it new? I'm, I'm confused music about videos. what it's, it is. It's, it's a movie to music. So but different it's, music. It's... From the songs, the gift from the Lion King album, but it's got three additional songs that she's repackaged. So it's a it's it's one long music video, and she looks <laughs> she looks sensational. Um, is this for hardcore fans? 
No, it's, no? it's exclusively on Disney, Disney Plus. She signed okay. a deal. Um, Lemonade. You have to go back and watch it. If you've never watched Lemonade... I've never watched you it. You must watch it. Like I Serena's did. in the video, in one of the videos for that, when she's right. like the formation era. Beyonce. Well, I still actually haven't got a clue what you're talking about, so I'm going to have to watch it. Luckily, I haven't um, got rid of my Disney Plus subscription after, after signing up to watch so, Hamilton. Which you but adored, I, didn't you? Yeah, I think it's just very relevant now. Beyonce's obviously, Beyonce has obviously always been a staunch advocate for black rights, mm. black campaigning. Yeah. And the fact that it's called Black is King, you know, always Beyonce's dancers, band, musicians, are, you know, predominantly yes. always always black. That she's been working on this for a year and that now that she's brought it out in the time that we're in now with Black Lives Matter, it's obviously yeah. more prevalent than, mm. than, than ever. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately mad to watch it. So we're going to go on to podcasts now. Let's go on to podcasts. So Joel's cranked out another one, Main Room 2, podcast number 76, with some, it's a bit harder, I think, yeah, or sli- slightly a harder, harder version. Yeah, a bit more 2am. Yeah, um, which is quite fun, and we'll be listening to that around the house. Have you got anything to say about that? No, I haven't no? listened to it. Oh. Sorry, Joel. Okay. No, that's but you Joel, will. That's, that's Joel B to the people that don't know him well. Yes, Joel B, J-O-E-L-B-Y. Great house music. Yep, and yep. he's been doing live sets every single Friday. He's been amazing. A long time. And yes. they used to be an hour. They're up to three, three hours yeah. of playing in his lounge room. Bangers. Yeah, he's doing an amazing job. So well done, Joel. Um, my other one that I love is G's House, which I've mentioned before. G apostrophe S House. And we've stalked on... him a little bit now and discovered that he's possibly a Japanese gentleman. I don't know, but his name isn't Japanese. It's very confusing. I think he's either in Japan or Korea, but his music is awesome. And I just think he needs more listeners. But um, the, yeah, the music is fantastic. July 2020 is the latest one. It's just great great music and lots of songs i've just never heard before so i love him what else have we got well speaking of other podcasts i discovered this week is girl group gossip you know my favorite kind of gossip (laughs) Um, 13 year old girl gossip exactly so it's uh it's cheryl hole um lesser with a tattooed bottom well this is cheryl hole Cheryl, oh, so it's a drag queen. Yeah, yes. it's from the UK, from, oh, RuPaul's really? UK Drag Race. I really like that one. <laughs> so with you. Yes. I haven't seen, I haven't bottom. seen Cheryl Cole's hole, but she <laughs> does have a tattooed rear. I was just going to clarify. So RuPaul's Drag Race UK version, there was a drag queen called Cheryl Hole, Hole who was, it was an homage to yeah, Cheryl, to Cheryl Cole. Cole. Yeah, Girls Allowed. Yeah, Cheryl Cole from yeah. Girls Allowed. Um, Cheryl Hole herself features in a drag act in London called Gals Allowed. Um, she obviously yeah. plays Cheryl um, in that role. Uh, but, yeah, she's brought out a new podcast. There's about four episodes where the first episode is it's a it's a World of Wonder production as well. So it's actually RuPaul, like that oh, okay. whole thing produced. Did you won RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, the Vivian, the one, the okay. UK one. Because I know they that meant they got RuPaul's production company to help them with a digital series. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so this is... But they've is... obviously picked up Cheryl as well. Yeah, I'd say so. But this is, yeah, so episode one is like Blue Hydrangea, who was also a UK drag race. I loved Blue. They're talking about their top five mm. girl bands. And then episode two goes into the... So then what looks like it's happening is different girl groups are getting discussed each week. It's an hour-long podcast. They've done the Saturdays. They feature Molly from the Saturdays on the podcast. Uh, uh, the second one is the Pussycat Dolls, and they've got a couple mm-hmm. of girls from the Pussycat Dolls, not Nicole. And the most recent is the Sugar Babes, and they've got oh, Keisha from the Sugar Babes on love, the on there as well. I so love the Sugar um, Babes. So if you want your girl group gossip, um, head Claire's that way. Faces. Well, what we'll do, Gary, is we will tag 
that podcast in this and that's how flop unflopped well, exactly. that See, we existed I'm so if we tag them they might know that we exist and then they might listen to us and then they might hear you and you could be their australian correspondent i want to feature on the girls aloud episode okay. um so yeah which is do you Cheryl's think that's going to happen oh there'll be an episode of girls aloud yeah, of course there will Absolutely. but yeah um but yeah it's uh who never knows if you're out there <laughs> so what's it called again what's it called it's again it's called girl group gossip girl group gossip can't wait to listen that's going to be my homework yes it, it, it's great okay another podcast we have is um, friends with benefits by tash york and betty bombshell so they are gorgeous australian cabaret stars if you like and they just interview different people from from the industry basically fringe performers cabaret burlesque Hello, Tash. Hi, Tash. Hi. Well, yeah, Tash I listened. Tash is in lockdown oh, in Melbourne. Yeah, she's yeah. like everyone else in Melbourne, unfortunately. But um, because she's in the industry, she's not working apart from... Oh, she's doing a few things online, I think. Mm. But, um, yeah, she's got a great podcast. So if you want to listen to two very funny ladies interview some really interesting performers, that is a fun potty to listen to. And then we've got quite a highbrow one listed after that. Have you listened to the Michelle Obama podcast no, yet? No, I watched the oh. Netflix TV show about her. Mm, becoming. Becoming. Yeah. I haven't read the book. I haven't read the book since. I 19... read the book. <laughs> since 2012. Yeah. yeah. No, it's um wonderful. Have you listened? Is I that something you it. would listen to? Or I will. It, it actually came up on my Spotify yeah, it's to, just, to go to. Oh, it's so good just to hear them just being thoughtful and interesting and kind of thinking about history and the way they grew up and different attitudes back then and why they think people think differently nowadays and how that impacts politics and. Like I said, it's just really refreshing to hear two intelligent people discuss something thoughtful and yeah. you know in a considered way. And you got that... both of them. Yeah, she's oh, interviewing wow. him, but it's it's more of a a chat. Okay. More of a just a fireside chat. Yeah. Well, them back. The the Netflix documentary, you just look at it and you think, oh. Oh, like, no, don't realise how lucky right. everyone was. This two-term presidency thing, it's like it's great in many ways, but it's mm. bad in, <laughs> in as many ways. Yeah. 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 So we've decided to make the chip chop, chop, chop. here yep. and we'll sign off. And if you're lucky, we'll get another one up tomorrow, which is the second half of this, as you will agree, scintillatingly super, interesting. Super, super interesting. You're going to learn a lot. You might even listen to it again in case you missed any of it because yeah. it was so filled with incredible information. Okay, shut up now. Okay. Bye. Bye.